I'm Cynthia James, and this network is about changing lives one woman at a time. We are changing the world one woman at a time. We are changing communities, neighborhoods, and families one woman at a time. And I have the honor to introduce you to extraordinary women that inspire me. They're change makers. And they're here on this planet to do their work and to make a difference. So today I get to introduce you to Janine Valentine. She became an entrepreneur in March of 2017 when she created her own real estate transaction management company. So real estate agents hire her to assist with all the details from contract to close, such as document compliance, managing deadlines and schedules, and communicating with all of the parties involved. But something happened for her. She got really clear. She wanted smooth transactions. She wanted to improve communication and have powerful customer service with buyers and sellers and free up valuable time for the agents to spend time prospecting and growing their businesses. So in 2018, she changed herself into a transaction concierge. I can't wait to talk about that. Janine, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm very excited to, to talk about this. And first of all, you know, let's talk about, you know, why a transaction concierge is necessary. Why do real estate agents need one? Well, if they're busy, if they're running more than one transaction at a time, then they run into a lot of they're with a client, with another client when something is needed on another transaction. And it's, it's intrusive and rude, you know, to stop and deal with that. Or they're out staging a house or on the highway running from appointment to appointment. And it just gets to a point where it's a lot mulling around in their heads. They can't remember if they sent something, something comes through at the last minute and urgently needs signatures. It's difficult to shuffle that from your car. Um, so it's, it's usually, uh, I'm usually hired less so for the compliance reason, which is a big reason the job was originally created in brokerages, but more so to get the headspace cleared up, the peace of mind to know that someone else is watching all of this and they can really focus on whatever's in front of them, whoever's in front of them. Well, that's beautiful. So, you know, I'm sure you didn't just um, come on the planet and go, well, I think I'll be a, a transaction concierge. So I, I want to know a little bit about your history. Where did you come from? What was, what, how was the evolution of going from where you were born to what you do today? <laughs> just a short little story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have always been really administratively gifted, very detail oriented and um, I have always had like this creative side where I think outside the box and I'm very relational. So I listen to what people need and I find ways to meet that. So um, when my kids were young, I homeschooled them. I had a lot of fun coming up with, you know, themes for, for us to do our work within. And, and then that evolved into creating an event planning business. Um, and so I did that for a number of years and then I went through a divorce and event planning is not a great um, career for someone who's 
single uh, because nobody wants to throw parties on a Tuesday. <laughs> so, so I then uh, went to work for an author um, and I did a lot of admin for her and helped her transition to self-publishing. She already had a publishing um, contract and she discovered I was excellent at proofreading and let her professional proofreader go. So um, she ended up moving. I ended up working at an insurance company, got my PNC license, did a lot of admin stuff there. And um, at some point I just was like, this isn't what I wanna do for the rest of my life. I don't wanna bounce around from admin job to admin job. I wanted something with a little more meaning and I was looking for the common thread. Of, of what what is it that I have loved about all the different things I've done in my life. And I've never even heard of this job before. And then I, I heard of it. So someone mentioned it to me. I was making polite conversation and then um, asked enough questions to have a light go on. This is in my wheelhouse. This is my thing. So I came home and researched it. And six weeks later, I created my business. Okay. So hold on. So let me, so this, so this is, so you never heard of it, but something no. called you. Now, mm -hmm. when you started the business, did you quit your other job right away or were you a parallelpreneur? I didn't. I, I stayed at my, my insurance job. Um, I had a great relationship with my boss there. She was an excellent mentor to me. And um, so I just was honest with her about what I was doing and she was so supportive. And um, so she worked around it. She's like, if you need to take time off to go to a marketing meeting or to take care of something, we would just start, you know, monitoring my hours, you know, so I could, as she goes, as long as it works for both of us, this is great. So I stayed there for a while, for about six months, straddling the two jobs. And then I, I was having trouble getting my business up and running. And so I took a deep breath and quit my job, my day job. Okay. I, lo I love that. You know, I, I, I've done something similar. Um, but here's the thing. And so when you took that leap, you know, what, what was the impetus? I mean, wh when you took that leap, what, what was going on that helped you take it to the, to the successful place it is today? Mm -hmm. um, it was, the, a combination. I was frustrated. I was working so hard. I was working seven days a week. Like it felt like 20 hours a day. I mean, I just was constantly working and I was outside of my comfort zone. I didn't know what else I could do, but I also felt like I was in so deep already. Like I didn't want to give up and just stop and keep working my insurance job. So I was like, I can always get another office job or beg for this one back later, you know, but I was like, I have got to go all in. I just have to go all in. And um, it made such a huge difference. I didn't realize how much having a steady paycheck coming in from my day job was preventing me from taking risks outside my comfort zone. When you stop that income flow, boy, was I willing to start doing the things that had really scared me because it was do or die, you know? Mm -hmm. So it pushed me, it pushed me and it, it worked out. I invested in myself. That's how I saw it at the time was, do I believe I will be good at this? Absolutely. So I'm going to invest in myself and go all in. Well, I love that because I, you know, I mean, it's what I 
tell all the people I coach, it's like, you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in your business in order for it to grow. And it can be scary, you know, because sometimes, you know, you're stepping out on a skinny limb. So, you know, I get that, you know, um, but I want to, I want to tell me a few things you've learned about running a business that really helps you stay focused and, and amplify what you're doing. Hmm. Oh, wow. That's kind of, um, I mean, I've learned that I've learned that being an entrepreneur isn't quite the freedom of schedule that I thought it was going to be. So, um, you know, I don't have, I have control over how many clients I serve, but I don't have a lot of control over the ebb and flow of the contracts of when they come in and how they come in. So um, I've just kind of learned how to triage. I think that's been one of the biggest things for me because everything coming in feels urgent. And, and yet some things it's self-imposed. Like, I just feel like oh, I, that came in two hours ago and I haven't touched it. And I'm upset with myself for that. But I, I was able to kind of create a systematic approach to what takes priority over what else, you know, what can wait. So learning to triage and prioritize, not let everything be the tyranny of the urgent, right? So that has been really important. And then I take my me time first thing in the morning. And I don't allow myself to start work because I'm a little bit of a workaholic. <laughs> and if I start work, it's a lot harder for me to stop and take some time for myself. So I've learned to just take that time in the morning, whatever that looks like. Sometimes it's 30 minutes, sometimes it's three hours uh, before I start my work day to get whatever I need in in the morning. Well, that's wonderful. You know, and so, so that just is a beautiful segue to talk about balance, right? Because I know there's an artistic part of you. It resonates with your soul. I know you love to travel. And so um, where, how do you find the harmony, the balance in, in, in doing what you love as well as, as doing this high service business that you're in? Mm-hmm. Um, I hired help. <laughs> so um, not just in, I did hire assistance in my business, which has made a world of difference, but also I hired someone to clean my house, someone to watch my dogs, someone to take care of my bookkeeping. So um, those things freed up time for uh, things that I didn't necessarily love doing, I'm capable of, but it just gave me the time to have the time for balance. Um, and, and I lost my train of thought. There was something important I was just going to say. It went away. <laughs> it'll come back. It'll come back. Because yeah. I, you know, I want to say one of the things I know in terms of your art is, is that you decorate your home. I also know that you created an extraordinary video out of a poem that you wrote. And mm-hmm. so there's something in you that, that keeps tapping into that, that beautiful artistic being that you are. Yes, absolutely. I'm always drawn to that. I've always been drawn to art. I especially like community art, um, things that are participative or um, like murals on walls outside and things like that. So um, just really, really drawn spoken word, 
things like that. I'm really into music. I have a solid group of girlfriends and we go do cultural things together and that keeps me out in the world and traveling with them as well. And um, I, oh, I remember what the other thing was, was that it ties right in here. So it, it's just that um, I, it's part of that prioritizing for me. It's that I recognize that it isn't all about the money, that I'm building a life for myself. And so um, I have reached capacity, like I'm good with it. It's, it's not, there's a time to grow your business and then there's a time to, to recognize like, how can I maintain this level of, of service to my clients, this volume of capacity for income for myself and free up time for myself to actually enjoy living this life I'm working so hard for. So that's where I feel I've reached this year is all of my efforts of handing more off to my assistants is, is not so I can take on more clients, which is what it used to be. It's actually so that I can do things like my creative you know, exploits. So I can write more, so I can do yoga in the middle of the day, <laughs> so I can take little trips. So I'm, I've, I'm finding balance there too, instead of just being driven by more, 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 more. I love that. And I love that you're writing. Um, you know, you're one of the authors that was selected in our, in our new book, you know, build your business and they will come. And I'm excited for people to, to, to see how you write and how you express and how you created this business that you have. I think it, it will inspire others who have a, a love of writing to begin to articulate their dreams and desires. And so that's exciting for me. Thank you. That means the world to me. <laughs> so um, I want to just ask you to tell people, how do they find you? I mean, how, you know, I realize not everybody's a real estate agent, but I know you have a website and, and, and how can people connect with you? I have a business Facebook page that's Key TC Services um, on, on Facebook. I have an Instagram at Transaction Concierge. And then my website is keytcservices.com. And I am creating an online course to teach people how to do what I do too. So while I'm not accepting clients, if somebody feels like they would like to learn <laughs> how to do this and build this kind of a life, I'd be happy to support you in that. Feel free to reach out for questions. Well, that's yeah. awesome. All right. So the last question I ask every single person is, what do you want women to know about awakening and, and what their awakening can mean for them? Hmm. What occurs to me in this is just my own personal experience with my, my awakening and then watching a lot of my friends have parallel experiences is that I think we can think we're happy like we're we're kind of we're asleep you know we're numb we our culture teaches us to just be fine right we're fine I'm fine it's going to be fine and we believe it ourselves at some point so I just I really thought I was happy and it breaks my heart to think that I could have lived my whole life in that numb asleep state and never known what I have now and um, it's just it's more it's more than a, awakening it's like 
a full spectrum. It allows you to experience the highs and the lows in such a deeper level. And it's like fear and exhilaration hand in hand, you know, and just, um, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I'm so grateful. I mean, my awakening was, was, you know, sparked through a traumatic event. And, and I think a lot of people's are, but whatever sparks it, it's still going to cause that fear and exhilaration. And I just, I would encourage you to just recognize that those are two sides of the same coin. And that as soon as you embrace it, the fear dissipates and it just leaves the exhilaration. Oh, that is so beautiful. Janine, thank you so much for being here and for bringing your wisdom and for being willing to share with women that, that there's a world of possibilities. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. And ladies, thank you for being here. And please come back. We post new uh, interviews every week. You know, we really want to inspire you to step into your powerful place because you are dynamic. You are here for a reason. You are important and you do matter. I'm so grateful to be in service to you here and I will see you next week. Many blessings to you. Oh.